My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have a very exciting guest coming on, Emily. Emily Fisher is an international business coach and consultant with over 17 years of experience owning, operating, and selling three successful businesses. Emily is a paid public speaker, author, and online entrepreneur, helping business owners build their business and increase their revenue. She has been hired to co-host an award-winning podcast in the United States and has professionally filmed content for an online business school in Blattimore. She's also the CEO of Mastermind Money and two other businesses as well. We'll get into that later. She's also the host of Pursuit of Excellence podcast. Emily, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on. I'm so excited to talk about what you, what you have on the go right now. You know, do you mind going ahead and telling us a bit of your background? Um, you know, all the things that you've done. We can talk about the three different businesses that you have on the go right now, because I think that's amazing. You're such a go-getter, uh, and I'd love to share it with my listeners today. Cool. Okay. I think I'll start at the beginning. First of all, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, back when I was about to graduate, I wasn't quite sure what I was even going to do. I always wanted to be a dentist, but I didn't want to go to school for seven years. So I wasn't even sure what I would be even good at. So my mom suggested taking landscaping because I like to be outdoors. So it was just a one-year program. And I always knew that I was an entrepreneur. So I knew I'd take the one-year program and I would start a landscaping business. So I took the one-year program and I failed a couple of the classes, had to go back next year take the next, uh, like the ones that I failed. And then I worked for someone for two years and started my own business on the side, but then I still wasn't confident enough. So I went back to school again for another year and took entrepreneur and small business. And then I started my own business. Um, I said that the, it said 17 years, but I think it's close to 19 or 20 years now. Wow. So much longer. Yeah. (laughs) It's just about 20 years. It'll be 20 years this April. So I sold that business. I ran it for 11 years and then I started a life coaching business. Um, The way that I did that and I started both businesses was my teacher in grade 12 made us sit down and write for 15 minutes what we wanted our life to look like in 10 years. And so I wrote down, he said, don't judge what you're going to say, make it unbelievable. So I made it, I'm going to own my own business. And it seemed unbelievable to a 17 or 18 year old, but I knew I could, but I was like, I don't know how this is going to happen. And you never need to know how, but I said, I was going to vacation in Florida for the winter that happened. I can't even remember what the other things were, but, uh, oh, I was going to have my first child by the time I was 28. Like everything was on 
par Point. and really forgot about that paper. So for after, I would say as I'm going into my 30s, for two years, I felt like completely lost. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Even though I had this successful business, I just felt like something was missing. So I read a book called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And um, in the book, it reminded me of the exercise I had done in high school. And his version was a bit different, but I was like, I took action on doing the exercise in the book. And then I wrote like, as if the same thing, it's totally unbelievable. I don't know how it's going to happen. But when I wrote down, the landscaping business had nothing to do with it. It was all, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to be a paid public speaker. I'm going to travel. And it all seemed unbelievable. But again, it all came true. Because I think if you write it down, it has the power. You've already started manifesting it. And you don't need to know how. So then I um, I sold the landscaping business, which now I probably should have kept it and just kept it running because eventually I started another one. But it didn't do so well because I, I had absolutely no passion <laughs> for it. But I did sell a business. So I sold it as a business, took my money, and uh, I blew it really quickly. <laughs> and then I forgot how hard it was to start a business especially now that a child (laughs) and it was like it was a struggle yeah I I walked into it thinking it was going to be really easy like I got this I already it wasn't easy before and now I'm broke (laughs) yeah yeah I'm a single mom and I'm trying to run this other business uh so at the time when I was getting the paid public speaking and like I got flown to a lot of places, uh, Toronto, Baltimore. And when you were saying the the intro, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I was, I hosted this (laughs) award-winning podcast. I forgot I did professional video. Uh, And it wasn't that long ago, but I, (laughs) at the time I was like super struggling, but no one knew. So as soon as I would get paid for the job, I would, my money was gone right away. Right, right. Uh, with the landscaping one, it was like there was total cash flow all the time. I always had money. I was vacationing in Florida. So it was a struggle. And I had to pretend to be someone I wasn't because right. landscaping, I was jeans, dirty clothes, hat. And then so the first year after landscaping, like I sold that business, I made it a goal to wear high heels and a dress every day. And that was like the most uncomfortable thing. But I was like, I knew I had to dress the part to be able to Get become the person that got. Yeah. So, so I, I got, love that. I got, the, yeah, <laughs> I got the jobs. I, but like, I was like, the whole time I was in the jobs, I was like, why am I here? Like, how did I get here? Cause like, even with the professional video, I, at the time I didn't even know how to curl my hair. Cause I was still, I didn't know what to do with my hair and all the other women that were doing the professional videos had this like crazy hair and makeup. And so I kind of just, uh, I was like the one out of place in the room, but I was like, I pretended like, I know what I'm doing. So I like curled my hair and did my video. <laughs> You got to act the part, like you said, like to get there, you got to act like you're already there, right? Yeah. And just like go through the 
discomfort. So yeah, now I am the person that could just show up and do that. But I wasn't at the time. <clears throat> Not at all. So um, right. then I yeah, I just kept showing up. And I do really I make a lot of videos now on my personal Facebook page about just show up no matter what just show up everybody listen to her because she is right yeah (laughs) and then um then what did I do from there I oh my god I I, okay so the podcaster this is a crazy story so I was supposed to get a lump sum of money uh from the podcaster and he disappeared to another country so I he so when I met him come to find out he was a millionaire who also blew all his money and he was living in like this shack in the woods in like Tennessee and so like crazy radio voice very professional presence and and then um the reason I had to host the award-winning podcast show which was an award-winning podcast show was because he was getting drunk and he wasn't showing up so I was like his uh I did I came to find all these things out later. Um, like not, so I, he would start the, or I had the login to start the show. So it was like one that you just go in on the phone and listen to. Um, so I was like always starting it 10 minutes early for him or whatever and introducing him. And then a couple of times he didn't show up. So that was the reason I got to host the show was because, and he would say it's because they're bad weather in the mountains of Tennessee, but really he was like struggling. So um, now, yeah, so people trust me. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because he, he actually died in a motorcycle accident. So like if, if it, this story gets crazier. So um, what is going to happen next? (laughs) So he, uh, yeah. So, okay. So I would show up, I would host this show. And then eventually I'm like, what is going on? So I am very intuitive. I'm like, there is something not right. It's not not the mountain. So I called him out on it. And, um, really he, he was like big beard, couldn't get out of bed, getting drunk Mm -hmm. every night. So I was like, he turned his camera on because we had only chatted and like you know how you, you go on zoom yeah and you see the, so you turn off the we'd only chat like video that. <laughs> so that's weird yeah I was like I didn't even think of it because I'm like whoa who am I to do with this I just believed him and I was like oh my god and so I called him I'm like you need to like get yourself cleaned up and I knew because he would keep sending me all these photos of t-shirts he was buying and all this dumb shit so every time he got paid he would just blow, blow it, it so everyone is addicted to something so at the time right. he was like clothes shopping and so I'm like you need to stop shopping <laughs> and do that. so he is like fuck he screams at me on the video he's like fuck you and he's like crazy and then he blocks me on Facebook and I'm like great now I'm not even gonna get paid like because right. uh, he was still promising it at the end of this project because I hope people get what they want. So he wanted to move to somewhere in Asia, like Bali, or I can't even remember where he went. But anyway, he got what he wanted. He I helped him make his money back to get him on his trip. And so then I would see him on Facebook. He, he eventually blocked me again. He never paid me a penny. 
the whole time I was working for him. So, uh, and he got what he wanted. So I was like a little resentful because of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think because like he, he had nothing and then he got what he wanted, but then he blocked me and he's like, haha. So by this time I'm broke again. Cause I invested and put all my eggs in that one basket. Right, so right. I sell my washer and dryer. I think how that I'm going to have to go back to school to even get money to feed us at this point. Right. So, uh, and then my car got repossessed, so I couldn't even get to school. So I ended up taking out a $20,000 loan for school and I got my $7,000 cash quit school and lived off the 7,000 until I picked up my next job, um, right. which was then the, the Baltimore job for the professional video. So we were again, not paid, um, until the business made it. Cause I kept going with all these like startups or failed businesses, which is not a good idea. You should get paid up front in this industry, especially if you're online because, right. uh, Local, you could do a twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar job and get paid at the end, and you'll always right. get paid online. It's they'll just run know. away. So, yeah, yeah, and puts you in a bad position. So mm-hmm. again, I didn't get paid for the Baltimore job, but I did get a flight to Baltimore. Got to do professional video. Got put in a hotel. We had crazy gift bags, meals. Like Love it was extravagant. So he had money. He just wasn't paying us. He was paying us. So I was like, whatever, just <laughs> ride the wave and go. And I, I figure post on social media, look at me and on an airplane and then I'll pick up my next job. So it just kept right. going like that. It was such like a whirlwind, like of really cool jobs. And then next it was working for a world famous hypnotist. I don't know if I put that in the intro. Yeah, you did. You did talk, talk us, tell us about this. Uh, okay. Uh, hypnotist to the stars, Britney Spears, Mel Gibson, Jennifer Aniston. So oh I never met. How did you land this job? Uh, this just being, this is a part of the plan. I love it. <laughs> I was like, is this like the whole, the whole thing was a whirlwind. Cause I still wasn't making money. So then I got flown by uh, the company to Bali to meet one of the owners and okay. then got put crazy hotel and like it was like extravagant so I show up I got the passport in like two days I just stuffed some stuff in a bag didn't even know what was going on went on this 34 hour crazy trip across the world because I was like I need to get paid <laughs> like I, I have right. to keep going and it's just all going to come together. I'm, I'm accomplishing what I, I said, but I'm just still not really getting paid. So he did pay me, but it still wasn't enough. It was like $3,000 a month, which wasn't enough because now I'm behind on things. So again, I was just spending it before, like get it, spend it um, just to like keep up. So I show up in Bali and I have no bathing suit. Cause like, again, I'm like broke. Right, right. <laughs> so, I, literally back home at my house, I have nothing. Right, <laughs> so right, right. I show up and he's like, Oh, did you? There's a pool at your hotel, like the craziest pool, like indoor, like it was insane. And um, I'm like, Oh, shoot, I forgot my bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I have no money. Like, by, by the time I get home, I don't even know how I'm going to get my car out of the airport. Like, the, right, the right. Spot. so I'm like hoping somebody will pay me in the 10 days yeah. I'm in. 
which I did. I got, I got somehow made money to get back and get the car and get home. Um, but he was like, oh, and I was like, my money won't work here. Even though I really literally came with $17. He's like, yeah. oh, we'll give you like an advance. And so I could buy a bathing suit and go to the beach. And then I just had fun the whole time I was there. Amazing. Everything was paid for. But that job turned out crazy too, because he was the the hypnotist was a crazy alcoholic. (laughs) Oh wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. (laughs) It was just, it was there's like a lot of darkness to coaching. So not Mm -hmm. everyone has that experience, but for some Mm -hmm. reason at that point I was attracting very dark clients. So I didn't, I did help the one client that got like, that didn't pay me, that got on. Mm -hmm. But um, this client, I was like, no, I I ended, I didn't go in and uh, really put in the effort to help. Um, Right. Cause you kind of, I pulled out of the job. And and you're like, I'm "I'm not going through this again. Mm -hmm." (laughs) And I'm like, now what do I do? Even though it would have been so cool. Like he had pictures with Britney Spears and like he hit Yeah, it was just, it was cool, but I just, I couldn't do it again. I had to just leave. So then that led me to, um, then I'm down and out again. So that led me to Jehovah's Witnesses knocked on my door. Okay, okay. (laughs) Going to the Jehovah's Witness church for, or it's not even a church, it's called a kingdom hall for two years. And they would come once a week and study the Bible. So it gave me like a new focus because I'm still a single mom. My kids kind of control. I'm not making any money. So it really like rounded us. And um, then I'm not even sure how I made money during that time. I don't even remember at this point. But (laughs) all I remember is for two years being Jehovah's Witness and learning really how to take care of myself and my hair and studying the Bible. And like, it was a really, really good thing uh, for me. Right. And then, then my grandfather died and I inherited a house. So okay. I'm broke. It was the, it was going into October and I had no way to fill the oil tank um, or anything. Like I, I knew nothing. You should see pictures of this house. It was like I, all I knew was start ripping it apart and right. I, I knew rent a spot downstairs. And I just kind of, I, I've until recently, like the last two years, everything has been like a crazy, messy whirlwind. Now I right. feel like it's all calmed down. It's all sorting <laughs> out. Yeah. And then I met um, my, the two younger children's father. Um, and we had Brooke that you met before the yeah, interview. Love that girl. And Lucas, and then so, and we're engaged now. And uh, so it's all coming together. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like you wrote on your letter in high school. Like this is incredible. Yeah. So it all started, it all came together. (laughs) But you so happy. All so, oh, you know what I just thought? Um, Yeah. Tell me. The first first five years. So I'm in like year seven of the life coaching business. Masterminds. Um, First five years was crazy. (laughs) Tell me about, yeah. Tell me about that. um, You know, the struggles during the first five years and like what, what were some of the challenges you had to make, uh, make it through? 
Um, the pretending to be someone I wasn't to consistently keep showing up and making my videos as if I was already the person, which felt kind of fake because I'm in like at the time, my grandfather's basement, it was carpet from the seventies. Like, so I had to just envision like I was already the person that had the, which I, now I do seven years. Now you have that. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just, I've heard it so many times, you know, you got to really act as if you're already that person, that successful entrepreneur, you know, you, you have the car you want to drive, you have the beautiful house you want to live in, you know, just act as if you already have all this stuff and it will come with consistency and showing up and uh, believing in yourself. So I'm really happy you touched on that. Um, It's almost, I refer to it as a delusion. So you can't anyone else know that you're doing it. Cause they'll okay. <laughs> think you're crazy. They'll see through it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you like, uh, you can't tell them like, for instance, the ring on my finger, I would wear this one on this finger and pretend I was already the person that had the ring. Right. Like this I do is it so smart. Everything. I love it. I love everything about it. You have to do it with everything. <laughs> everything. And that is so true, honestly. And I've heard it so many times and clearly it works. Look at, look at yourself now. Right. So this is amazing. You know, tell me a little bit about Emily, tell me some, some stuff about the business. And like you said, it was crazy at the beginning with um, your coaching business. Tell me some of those challenges. Uh, I know you mentioned, okay, you have to act as if you're already, you know, that successful entrepreneur with the ring on your finger as well. You're married now. Um, Tell me about that. uh, Some other challenges. I went in to it thinking that, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs do this. Everyone's going to be really proud of you because you started something new, but instead Mm -hmm. it's like you go into it thinking this is amazing. And then you get, and I hear this a lot, you get literally knocked down. So like Mm -hmm. nobody thought it was a good idea. My parents. Yeah, everyone is afraid of, because it's not the normal go to school, get a job, you're good for life. Like the entrepreneur life is a a leap of faith, right? I had a successful business. Why would I get rid of it? That's what other people didn't understand. And then um, the people I thought would be proud of me were like, why do you think you can do that? Because I had it in my mind, I could do it, but they saw the person in the dirty jeans and the ball cap who owns this business. Why does she think she can do that business? So I saw something in me that other people couldn't yet see. Until you became, but once you became that, like, oh, you're touching on all the points that I love because- I've heard this so many times from, you know, successful mentors and stuff like that. And of course, from successful entrepreneurs like yourself, you know, they're not going to believe in you, but they're watching. They're not going to believe in you. You have to prove it to them. Like, you know, you don't have to prove it to anyone, but they're not going to believe you until it happens. So you just got to believe in yourself. Right. And then show them. And uh, usually after it happens, I find, because I've seen this consistently, they're like, this is my friend or this is my, my sister. Now they're showing you off. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Where were you through the struggles? <laughs> yeah. So tell me about, I know you got three different businesses on the go right now. Um, tell me about a little bit about each of them. Okay. So the pole dancing business, yeah. I teach 
beginner lessons. So people that never done pole dancing before, um, I bring them all through beginner right up to intermediate, um, which could take 10 years. Like it's like, uh, it's very, so I've created my own systems to really break it down so anyone can do it because it's not, it's not an easy uh, thing to learn pole dancing. So yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So like um, a pirouette. So I've spent probably two years mastering one move and I wouldn't even say I still have mastered it. So uh, I've broke it down in such simple steps to teach that people can actually get it and they don't give up. So, um, so I just, uh, I have a system that I bring them through 10 weeks session where I teach them how to do all the moves. So anybody can do it. It doesn't matter what weight you're at or how old you are confidence level. Uh, there's a lot of self-development weaved into it. So I ask questions at the beginning and the end of the classes. I teach yoga, mindful breathing. It's a lot more than just pole dancing. Um, most of the people that come to me have never wore their hair down. They've never wore high heels. So it's like, a, it's almost really like a trans- their- Yeah, out of their comfort zone. Oh, I like this. I like this a lot. And then the money mastermind that's in my life coaching business, life and business. And, uh, I can triple your income in the first month. I've done it consistently over the last seven years. So, um, that's a weekly zoom call like we're doing right now. And I keep everyone accountable. And then I'm really good at seeing like what people's problems are. And, um, most of the work we do is clearing up the shit that is holding them back from making the money. It's like an energetic thing. So once they clean up the shame or guilt or anger, or they can let things go, then the money just seems to come in naturally. Let things go. The money will flow. Ah, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then the the other business, the, rental property okay and that's uh tell me about that a lot of different (laughs) well it's it's easy money because uh it just comes in consistently every month right so the goal would be to get more rental properties and then little I find it to be very little work so the work is the mastermind or the pole dancing and only if I like them so like there's periods Time when I won't teach pole dancing lessons for six or eight weeks because I right. don't feel it like uh, so I won't post another class so right, I right. really whatever I want to do so you do have to be consistent to be successful but you also have to like what you're doing so um, you, you have to follow your passion so I think of my uh, the money mastermind the business coaching the pole dancing so sometimes I'll ease down on one of them. I look at them more like they're an offer. So I'm offering pole right now. I do pole dancing every day, but Mm -hmm. that's my offer. And I don't have to offer it consistently every day of the year. Right, You're living life on your own terms. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Well, I'm so happy for you, Emily. Thank you for sharing also the challenges that you've been folk uh, that you've been through because that's so relatable to our listeners. Like everyone has challenges, and I love when people can be open about it and you know understand that you know there are going to be challenges always to get to the next level. Um, but just show up, like you said, and um, show up and be consistent. Really. Yeah. Now you have a podcast as well. When did you start your podcast and why did you originally start it? I think I started it possibly four years ago. Um, maybe not that long ago. I started it because I just followed my intuition <laughs> and uh, something told me to start it. I didn't know how to start it. So I just would record and I put it on Spotify. I think it was okay, Spotify. Yeah. Or no, there's another one. I can't remember what it is, but it was the only way I knew how to do it. So I was like, just take the action. And so it it only let me upload 10 episodes. So then I was like, okay, now what do I do? So then I have almost 5,000 friends on Facebook. So if I need help with something, I'll say, how do I start a podcast? And they'll lead me in the right direction. So as someone actually set it all up for me for free. And uh, I think I'm on episode like 83 or something, 87. My goal is a hundred episodes. So you're so close. Yeah. And he, uh, I just send it to him and he uploads it. And then I have really have no idea how many people listen, if anyone listens, but it was yeah. more about same as my YouTube channel. It wasn't about making money. It was about, I had a message to share. So how do I get it out there and share it? Cause it's going to help somebody. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what the podcast is, but people are asking now if they can come on, on the podcast and as uh, a guest. Yeah. And I that's think exciting. I might. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage you to do that. Absolutely. Um, so now who are the people that are trying to come on? Are they in a similar business? Or are they other business owners? Tell me a little bit about the people interested. They are business owners that have never really been on podcasts. Podcast. So um, mainly there's actually three people that were in a group. Uh, I took a business program. So okay. once they knew I had a podcast like I took a 12 week business um, yes. program online. Uh, they were like, Oh, we should do. They, they asked if they could come on. I haven't followed through yet, but uh, that's something yeah. you can definitely do. Right. They're business owners too. Yeah. That's amazing. I definitely encourage you doing that. I think that's incredible. You know, that will start great conversation and um, yeah, because so many people do solos and interviews or one or the other, and they, they all work. So that's awesome. I'm excited for you. How do you, though, when you do the Zoom, how do you just put the audio recording on? Uh, so we just upload the audio. There's an option on Zoom afterwards once it's um, processed. You have an uh -huh. audio or a video and audio or just, yeah, or just video. And you just go ahead and choose whichever one you want. Ah, uh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah it is. A good yeah. It's a good it is. Time because then you get to. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> exactly. And you can go back and even just like use certain clips of it. And it's great. It's great. So, so yeah. Emily, tell me. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, So I know we're getting close to the end of the episode, but I just want to ask a couple more questions, you know, based on where you are right now uh, within your business. 
and your podcast, I guess, what are the biggest pain points right now or challenges that you're facing right now? If, if there's any. Oh, uh, I would say it's with the rental. Cause I have this vision in my mind to just keep going with rentals. Yeah. Um, but it's not happening as fast as I want. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a little bit slower process. So I have a goal to build another one right now. And I've been working on that for six months, but I kept running into people saying, no, you can't build it on this piece of land. No, you can't. No, the zoning's wrong. No, no, no. So I kind of put it to the side, um, that particular project. So just because it's the housing markets up, right? So like something that would cost two now 400,000. Right. So it just seems to be happening slower, but I will give you this point because I've noticed this with everything. When you're really attached to something, uh, you usually don't get it. So when you let go. Yeah. It's like, and and it'll come to you. And then it just, then it just comes and then rolls in. Yeah. So there that, it is. That's what I was waiting for. You know, I have to be unattached to that. Yeah. So that's a pain point. Um, another pain point. Um, maybe not as much time for myself. We have five kids. Uh, I work. I I would like to travel more. Um, we do go away every month for the weekend. Two months Where ago, I went away a week to North Carolina. So I, I would like to travel more, <laughs> like further away. Absolutely. Where are your, where do you go every two weeks? Is that just to North Carolina or? Oh no. At once a month we go either once a month, sorry. to a resort or like there's resorts in Nova Scotia. We go to oh. the next or to a hotel and go out like just to get to away. Just, yeah. Just to like, unwind. Places- yeah. <laughs> just Oh, I love that so much. And that's, I think that is actually a big part of becoming successful too, is just remembering, you know, you deserve to unwind and re-energize and then you develop your focus back. You develop, you know, you have a clear vision then. And I'm really happy that you're doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. I used to just work, 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 work 60, right. 80 hours. And um, it doesn't give you the opportunity to see anything different than what you're already in. So you need downtime. Right. Right. Yeah. It's clarity really. Yeah. So I love that. Oh, amazing. Um, you know, what would you say based on where you are today, if you were wanting to double, um, your profit and revenue, what would you do? What would be new challenges? What would be new to get to that next level? Anything you talk uh, to change has nothing to do with the work. Uh, the work is the work that you do on yourself. So I can't double the income unless I'm the person that would have the doubled income. So that's what I teach too. So um, then the work on yourself, people think the work on yourself, like your hair or like the gym, but yeah, that's part of it, but it's the internal work. So uh, development and stuff. Yeah, but not just reading. It'll vary. And I always say this is called self-development. So you can get someone to guide you in the right direction, but then you have to be the person that takes off that knows what your next best step is. Like I can 
bide you and get the ball rolling, but um, they have to f- go off and figure it on out their on their own self-development so then it can be like um so it's an internal work of I say the best place to start is uh what are you angry about like we hold all these these are all like very low vibration um uh emotions so you literally cannot make more money if you were this is my belief angry guilty feeling shame about something. These are things that are lowering you. They're they're putting you down here. You can't like the vibration of, I always heard this and I was like, that's crazy, but it's true. Money has a vibration. You feel it in your body and it's up top um, of happy emotions, playful. So the work could be just playing. Right. Like just, that's why I just do, I just go, wherever the day takes me. And I've been able to make more money doing nothing. People say I make a living out of doing nothing. I'm the busiest person that does nothing, but I make right. money because I right. just slow. I go over You're here. You're in the right mindset because you, you've worked on yourself so much, which is so important. Yeah. And it, the thing is, you can't be working 68 to 80 hours a week or even 40 because you need like these days where you just you get bored and you don't know what to do. And then you have to figure out what do I do next? And then sometimes it's like, who knows? Cause it's going to be different for everyone else. So there's a Gabby Bernstein seven or eight years ago, I read or watched a video and she said, she just, she was this kind of the same. I related with her workaholic and um, she woke up and looked in the mirror every day. And I started doing this and asked herself and I asked myself, um, what will you have me do today? And then I just did that. <laughs> it wasn't scheduled. It wasn't anything. And that's where I got it from. It's she does the same thing. She just flows through life. So sometimes you have, that's why I say five hours a week, because you have to do some things to move right. forward. But some things most things you don't have to do anything you're already doing it <laughs> whatever it is every day's right. a new day yeah so you just ask for guidance what will you have me do today and then you do this that. is amazing I'm making notes of it love cool. it Emily this has been absolutely amazing like you have shared so much that's going to just add so much value to my listeners and even for myself everything that you shared with us thank you Honestly, it's coming from a successful entrepreneur who's dealt with the challenges, has gone through the ups and downs and has hit the next level, you know, so thank you. And it was a pleasure having you. And I hope to get you on in the future again, just to see where you're at. You have so many different things on the go. And I'm so excited to hear about, you know, where you are at in a year. And, um, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, what would be the best way? I would say email is the first thing that popped in my head. So Emily Lynn Fisher at gmail.com or on Instagram, emilythegreat.ca is my Instagram name. Thank you for Perfect. having me. I love how You're this went. So- oh. uh, it, like, I got the email and I was like, oh, sweet. Sure. I'll do that. And then uh, I clicked it and then it was like, I put it over here and I'm like, oh yeah, I have to do this podcast. And then like, I I literally got ready seven minutes before it started. I was like, crap, what time is it? Oh, okay. I hit the button. 
still, I was still two minutes early. <laughs> you were still up. good to go. You're, you're a lot like me then. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so happy you enjoyed it. And uh, I can't wait to get you on again. You know, group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. And if you're a six figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on like our amazing Emily Fisher did today, please go to, um, actually go to interview.com top 100 in guys I'm tongue-tied and this is the first interview of the day top 100 interviews.com and fill out an application we'd love to have you on as well thank you so much Emily thank you it was nice to meet you absolutely absolutely Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.